Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, June 11th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Florissant's police chief has fired a detective who was caught on video hitting a man with his vehicle. Demonstrators in front of the police department last night say more needs to be done in the case involving the former detective. We need you to fire him. We need you to charge him. We need you to arrest him and then convict him. So until that happens, we're here. Two other officers who were in the vehicle with former detective Joshua Smith remain on paid leave. We'll have more in just a bit. Also today, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on how some community theater enthusiasts are turning to radio during the pandemic. As we mentioned, a fluorescent police detective was fired after a video of his SUV striking a man was made public. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the incident is sparking calls for the former detective to be prosecuted. Florissant Police Chief Timothy Fagan fired Joshua Smith, who until Wednesday served as a detective. He was caught on a residential surveillance camera running over a man with his SUV and then striking him. Gerald Christmas is one of the man's lawyers. He says Smith needs to have his certification as a police officer revoked and to stand trial on criminal charges. We got a hit. We got on first base. But we still got a long way to go before we score a run. And we haven't scored a run yet until he's uh, indicted, until he's convicted, and then we'll be at home plate. St. Louis County police officials say their investigation of Smith is ongoing. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Police Chief Mary Barton is acknowledging a racial divide in the department. Her comments to the Board of Police Commissioners come amid pushback to earlier remarks that she did not see systemic racism in the department, Barton says she has reduced the amount of time it takes to hear complaints about officer conduct. She also wants to meet with community groups once police headquarters reopens to the public. Barton is promising to take input in a review of the department's use of force policies. People who live in St. Louis and St. Louis County will be able to receive free coronavirus tests at certain clinics, even if they don't have symptoms. St. Louis Regional Health Commission CEO Angela Brown says it should help keep the virus contained. Just because you don't have symptoms doesn't mean you can't spread the disease. So it's important that uh, individuals understand that, which is why it's so important that we continue social distancing and uh, mask and other precautions to stop the spread. The commission is partnering with the city to bring test kits to clinics. St. Louis County will begin testing people without symptoms at its health department clinics in Sunset Hills and Berkeley on Monday. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed the budget passed last month by state lawmakers. Reporter Sam Dunklaw has more. During the next fiscal year, which starts July 1st, Illinois will spend nearly $43 billion on state operations, services, and employees. Pritzker did away with the usual signing ceremony over COVID-19 concerns. Critics have called the spending plan precarious since it's counting on money that hasn't materialized yet, at least $5 billion in special federal reserve loans. Lawmakers passed a separate law allowing the state to apply for that money, but how much it will end up with remains uncertain. Still, Pritzker and Democratic state lawmakers say it will keep, quote, critical funding for state agencies going 
and put the state in a good position to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Sam Dunklaw. Large cultural venues throughout the St. Louis region are beginning to reopen, but theaters are still closed because of social distancing concerns. About one dozen people who were active in community theater before the pandemic now have a way to keep their camaraderie going. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on their new project. We are in quarantine. Welcome to Quarantine Radio Theater. We are so glad you could join us. If you are a new Quarantine Radio Theater formed when the pandemic forced community theaters to shut down. Its members started out reading plays aloud on video chats for fun. Then they took it a step further, producing new versions of old-time radio plays from the 1930s and 40s, when people gathered around the radio and listened to stories filled with dramatic music and fun sound effects. These folks are mostly spread around the Metro East in St. Louis. They are not full-time professional actors. We have teachers. We have people that work in medical supply. We have uh, another lawyer. That's Allison Beach. She's a lawyer with the Air Force. She met most of her quarantine collaborators when she was stationed at Scott Air Force Base. That's when she started performing with Alton Little Theater, the long-running community theater nearby. Beach and the other quarantine radio folks each perform their parts separately. Beach says they record themselves in whatever quiet space they can find, which can be tough in the age of work from home and distance learning. I recorded one show in my, in my kid's closet. <laughs> it was very uh, glamorous. I'm on an active Air Force base, so planes take off. Um, so that was the quietest place I could find. Didn't smell great, but it was quiet. Quarantine Radio Theater produces a new show every week or two and posts it online. You can hear it as a podcast or play the audio on YouTube. Each time, a different troop member picks a script and casts the show. They gather for just one rehearsal via video chat. This past Sunday, troop member Megan Kolosaiki talked them through their approach to the next production, Little Women. I think it's all pretty much straightforward. Other than if Brant can do the accent, that would be ideal. I wasn't sure if you could do a German accent or not. It may, it may come in and out, but I could do a German accent. <laughs> The guy with the in-and-out German accent is Brant McCants. He works at a company that makes medical supplies. Before that, he constructed countertops and cabinets for 17 years. He's also the technical director at Alton Little Theater. McCants produces each quarantine radio theater show, mixing together each actor's lines and adding background music and sound effects. His work helps build tension in Poltergeist, a story about three young women in an isolated cabin who are terrorized by ghosts. I tell you, it's not... What? It's Edna. Come on. Edna, we're coming to you. Don't be afraid. We're coming. Open the door, Florence. It's not locked. It's stuck. It won't Here, give. Let me. Edna, what is it? What? <gasps> Edna, what? McCants finds some effects online and also creates his own. Trombone sounds are hard to come by unless you're, unless you're actually in an orchestra. And luckily, my son plays trombone. <laughs> <laughs> he says the creaky stairs at his house also come in handy. The troupe is planning a 10-show season. Quarantine Radio Theater is steadily gaining subscribers online, and its members are happy about that. But McCant says this is theater that they make for the pure joy of just doing it. 
Uh, we just get the satisfaction now that we know that people are listening to it and then they're 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 enjoying it. I mean, that's that's the only thing we wanted we wanted was for us to have fun, and if people are enjoying it, then that that's just a, a bonus. Quarantine Radio Theater releases Little Women this week. It plans to branch out into new productions based on the old-time style. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.